Wait. Well, you can start whenever you want. Muted, Dave. Dave, you were so close to being having a great Muted. start. <laughs> Let's do it. What's going on, Trash Talkers? Welcome to episode 28 of the Trash Talk Hour. Shout out to Ventura Training and Athletics and Cardinal Financial. And of course, last but not least, 10th Mountain Whiskey. Type in that VTT code and get yourself a discount on some awesome bourbon. Special guest for today is Steve Cohn of X22 Adventures. And I'm really excited to be here, hear about his story and the things that he's got going on for the veteran community. And as always, I'm here with my brothers, Nick, Joe, and Buddy. Over to you, Joe. Man, it's great to be here. Took a little hiatus last weekend. Oh, is that, are we going shades? Oh, they're out of reach. I feel like Samson. I hope you got a pair? Oh, babe, where are my shades at? Yeah, even, even Steve has a pair. Oh, no. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is just for you, Joe. I don't, this, Joe, I don't understand yeah, how baby, you're the you only one that doesn't the ones I just have got? sunglasses available. Check the, can you check the kitchen? Joe, this, this isn't I'm sorry, to I can't. talk to your I, wife I hour. Hey, listen, <laughs> if I would have known you guys were pulling this little stunt, I would have had mine ready. I was tired of catching heat for having shades on. But you know what? While, we're, while, we're, while, we, while I've got the mic, can you hear me in the back? All right. Nick, I was going to warn you, but you know what? You seem to enjoy it no matter how it works out. Um, I'm, I'm triggered. Hair triggered. Hair triggered. Yep. I caught, I caught so much heat last week for not being there for my wife's birthday, Steve, that I thought I'd address a little of the hypocrisy on this panel. Okay. Dave, Dave, Dave's got in on it a little bit about, you know, what, what my verbiage is or how I look or anything else. So I'm going to go ahead and do you a favor. Cheers, Steve. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Nick. Cheers, Dave. Cheers, Joe. Cheers, trash talkers. I just filmed a whole year of show for Dave. Also, also, <laughs> just because it got brought up to me, um, I just want to, oh, they're right there. That's awesome. I just, I just want to address the fact that I didn't know I didn't know that I was the only advocate for THC being used medicinally. I felt like I got my hair back like Samson. I, I thought that we all were on the same page, but apparently I'm going that road alone. Is that, that why you wear sunglasses all the time? It's because of your cataracts, then? Is that the medicinal purpose that we got going on? <laughs> Is, can everybody else hear him? Because I can't. Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, okay. You're not the only one, brother, about the THC and the, the medicinal thing. Okay, so Steve's rolling with me. Some people, I'm not going to name names, would, but the camera's on. So, all right, I'll take the bullet for the rest of the crew. Um, but that being said, you know, the Detroit Sports Minute wasn't really even on my radar this week. I am watching this Indiana-Ohio State game, but I'm enjoying a new beverage, fellas. And I thought it'd be a good one for the next time we go out. It's a uh, peach Bellini, okay, by Smirnoff. I'm also drinking with a very fine and delightful lime bubbly. Don't I, do it, I suggest Joe. you guys treat yourself after a rough day sometimes uh, and, and really dig into one of these bad boys. Because, I mean, the hair on my chest grew. My beard got an inch longer. This thing is as manly as it gets. You got the finger motion going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, we all know that real oh, warriors drink hard seltzers. That's all they listen, ever drink. Listen, uh, if you can't drink a hard seltzer, you're not man enough to hang out in my social circle. Correct, uh, so, correct. Hey, Dave. Cheers. And uh, hey, plus my influence. Salute in Italiano. 
Hey, good job not coming after me, Joe. If you do, you're going to clean it up, Dave. What what was that? I appreciate you not coming after me because you wouldn't have won. Yeah, I was. I I did come after you. I, I addressed the hypocrisy about this whole THC uh, boogeyman. I, but Dave, I, I, Dave, what did Dave? What did you say? How did you share with us just now? Which language hear? you want it? Pause. No, j- just what you just said. Salute. Okay. Well, if you do, you're going to clean it up. Yeah, you hear that? Nothing. Sopranos. That was. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> all right, boys. That's it. I'm all. I'm. I'm yeah, all. Soprano set. stopped being on TV like 15 years ago. All right. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? Don't judge me, Nick. All right. Yeah. Why don't you go to Bada Bing's after this? Have a good time. Clean. Clean that side. Never mind. I can't do it. It's I can't. Uh, I can't uh, say the line I'm thinking of. Uh, we gotta. We better get the buddy before he forgets what he was gonna talk about. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late, buddy. Already forgot what he was going to talk about. It's probably because of all this tin mouth and uh, tenth mouth. See, I can't even fucking talk at this point. Today, Junior. Yeah, he can only he can only do it. Whiskey. I've been drinking. He can only do it when he's at a party right now. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, when I'm what? When you're interrupting somebody, cutting them off in the middle of what they're saying. I thought there he goes. There, Steve. I got him. My bad. I thought we were having a conversation at that point. Maybe you should just stop getting so triggered, Pansy. I, 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 no, I'm just – I don't know that, like, in the middle of a syllable, you get to go ahead and start. I thought that was cutting somebody off, but, you know, I could be I wrong. Know, I've been I, wrong before. I am actually impressed that you know what a syllable is. Oh, Coming from someone hey, from Alabama. None, none of you could spell syllable. water. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. I'm from northern Alabama, thank you. That's just like Florida. Which is Florida. We're the Yankees of Alabama. What's that? Hey, bring your soapbox. Yeah. Just don't say roll tide. Oh, I was going to say it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Steve, bring the trash talk. Who's your team? I want to hear it. I don't even want to. No, because it's I know it's coming. Oh, hey, I'm a Michigan fan. I've been eating shit sandwiches all year long. Come Georgia on. Georgia or Auburn? Is that is that what we're doing, Steve? Are we doing Georgia, Georgia and Auburn? Is that Georgia. What we're Ain't nothing wrong He's with Georgia. Bulldog. He's got a bulldog. Come here, Nick. Come here. And much like Georgia, that bulldog broke your hand. Yeah, and, she did. Come here. Come here. I want to hear. I want to hear how that uh, metaphor is complete. The bulldog. Come here. What did Georgia do? Oh, it also disappoints him. Oh, I'm it's sorry. disappointing. It's disappointing Georgia to be a Georgia broke your fan. Hand? Almost all Georgia the time. broke his hand, Nick. Georgia broke <laughs> his hand is what he said. I just don't know. I'm confused. Is that a haiku? Wait, what? Can you use your brilliance Georgia on that one and hand. break it down, Nick? Come here. I, I think that's a haiku. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what a haiku is? It's a short. There's the bulldog. There's the bulldog. There she is. I got yeah, we'll get some. What's her, we'll get some what's likes. her name? We'll get some likes from the female audience on that one. She Nixie's actually has seven to ten uggas in her bloodline. So yeah, I'm a diehard dog. No kidding. Nice, nice. All right, hey Steve, buddy, what what do we got to oh, learn today from you? We got to so learn something from you today. Is, we gotta get the show moving. I'm gonna mute my mic, buddy. We say something of significance. that word. What? What was that, Joe? Something of significance out of that word hole of yours. I'm going to mute my mic. Are you? <laughs> well, today's uh, today's honesty cap was, uh, well, 
I mean, honestly, I didn't really come up with anything great and glorious. Brought to you um, by Tenth Mountain. Brought to you by Tenth Mountain. It is, in fact, brought to you by by Tenth Mountain. That being said, I was uh, I was doing some thinking because you know that's what us people from Northern Alabama do when we're uh, we just sit on our front porch and ponder things. And I think we've talked about this before, but uh, like everybody like talks about how like this generation of uh, of people kind of suck. Like they're real soft. Like everything they do is soft. Like they're super, super soft. They're really into their feelings as long as it's their feelings. Like they're just one of the most pathetic generations of humans, I think, that we've ever produced. And like we always blame them. Like, isn't it our fault that they suck? Like, haven't we coddled them for so long that we've created like this whole group of like shitty people that yeah. just can't do anything for themselves they can't like they don't want to go out and and work they don't want to go out and like run or play i'm surprised that we're even having a discussion about football because i'm surprised that there are enough people that are willing to go out and like run into each other at this point without talking about how like the linemen should have feelings for the <laughs> defensive linemen. Like you just pushing these guys around. It's like, it's horrible. Like just ask him if you want to score a touchdown, like, just let him <laughs> score. Like, why are you being so mean to these guys? They've been, <laughs> they've tried so hard and they put in so much effort. Like they really want to win. So just no one deserves win. to lose. Like, right, buddy. Right. Exactly. Like I'm participation trophies. That almost any competition is still a thing. Like, I was talking to a, uh, a teacher the other day. Um, no, I did not meet her on Tinder. Thank you very much. And, like, did you meet him on? Did you meet him on? I was going to say, that must have been plenty of fish. They were talking about the testing plenty and all fish. this other stuff that they have to do. And they're like, yeah, we basically just teach the test. Like, they don't know the knowledge, they only know the answers to certain questions. That's why, because we want them to, it's more important for your student to be an A student than for them to be a C student that actually understands how shit works. Like, the full spectrum of actually having knowledge. It's insane to me that yeah. that, that is the environment that we are creating in the United States. And then we all sit back and go, I wonder why this weird socialism thing is taking off. Anyway, on to you, Nick. That's all oh, buddy, I that, that, that was, uh, Can I say cheers? Joe, can I say cheers? Uh, I know you can. Okay. Yeah, and cheers. I know you will. Cheers, cheers to that one. Uh, buddy is 100% correct about that, that if you uh, – Ohio State just got uh, fourth down and went for it and didn't get it. Turnover. Uh -oh. um, yeah. Anyways, uh, hey. uh, but Buddy's correct. You know, people are so quick to uh, – to point in this generation, that generation, hey, what are you kids like? <laughs> you know, are you, are you raising people that can be a difference um, um, when it comes to that issue? Because I tell you what, my five-year-old, one of her favorite days of the week this week, she actually got to come to work with me just because of the way the schedule lined up and literally will help and work and run outside before. She'll put anything electronic down to go outside and play or to help you with anything. And uh, my kids are active. And it's like, 
there's not a whole lot you can do about this generation. You can't fix what's in your backyard, though. So when you go got, ahead and criticize, it's like, are your kids a reflection of what you want the difference to be? Because if not, then you probably should shut your mouth. You know. Well, yeah. I got uh, like I got I got my son into uh, jujitsu. We went to one of the practices. Great, great thing and, to like, do. They're uh, the 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 instructor is on the mat teaching like these 11, 12, 13 year olds jujitsu. The entire time, there's a group of parents with their five, six, and seven-year-olds sitting there, like, screaming, yelling, and, like, watching their tablet at full, like, volume so that the instructor who's trying to teach their kids that they're paying, like, 150 bucks a month for can, like, teach, and he's having to, like, tell them to shut up. Like, and they're right to a different clubs. They shouldn't even be in there. No, take your kid outside. Put him in the car. Take him, take him to Juan, Ber Juan Perez's dojo and tell him to start up a tablet. Yeah. I'd love to see that. And like a real, and like a real, you know what I mean? Like, could you imagine Juan Perez sitting there and having a, a kid in his dojo start up a tablet and be too loud to? Could you see the look on that man's face? <laughs> it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be allowed. Nah. Oh yeah. Well, it's uh, again that kind of goes with what Buddy was talking about. Is who's allowing it? People's feelings. So yeah. like. Oh, well, uh, it, it happens. Uh, again, there's nothing wrong with being – I think the nerds have proven that there's nothing wrong with being, you know, technically smart, you know, uh, about that kind of stuff. They've proven that. However, again, it's in your own household to realize that, hey, is my kid a nerd? No? Well, they better start teaching them how to use their muscles, right? Because uh, now the best, the best world, you get both of them, right? You get somebody who's smart and likes to play outside. Uh, but then either way – you find your strengths and then you push them that way. And if they don't want to do it when they're 18, 19 years old, whatever, that's, you did your job as a parent. They don't want to do it. I think one of our big issues is that we, I was like, going to get to a big you're issue, either a nerd or you're, not like, a big deal, buddy. you're dumb and you like to play outside. Like, well, here's the thing. So you, you, got, you can be both. It, 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 We'll get to Steve here because that's kind of rolling into what I was going to talk about anyways with the way that people are just told how they're supposed to be. Um, yeah. That, cause, that causes a huge problem as well. Uh, but anyway, Steve is here. And Steve, you know, we, got, we got in contact with each other. And with Steve, he's only listened to one show. But did you watch it or did you listen to it? Listen. Okay, so wow. if, you watch it, if you watch it, we have an intro song. Okay. okay. And the, the intro song makes fun of the guest. And I always have to explain <laughs> I have to explain that to you of what we're we're talking about. So Steve was Air Force. Not a big deal. Uh, Air Force used to be yeah, part of the it's Army. Okay, Steve. It's okay. Used to be part of the Army Air Corps, and you know, and then we gave you guys your own name. Not 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 that's not what we made fun of you for. What we made fun of you for was is you actually found a way to get hurt sitting in a chair. Like, I don't, don't understand how that is possible, but that is why you are on the show today. You are going to tell us how the chair force ruined you and how you've turned that into a great success, helping a bunch of wounded warriors and veterans uh, with yeah. your X-22 adventures. Uh, so, Steve, welcome to the show. Talk about your service. Talk about your trials and tribulations and how you're giving back, and it's awesome. Glad to have you out. Thanks brother. for being here, Steve. Salute, Steve. I'm going to stop saying cheers. I got my bottle up there. If I'd have known, I'd have had one too. But, um, yeah, I did four years in the Air Force. Uh, 
spent my entire time in the Mojave Desert of California. Used to trees, grass, and rain right here in Florida, and that was <laughs> no fun. But I did get to see a lot of different unique things. Uh, the new aircraft that came in, like the F-22, the C-17, and it just on and on and on. Um, I got to see some stuff that ain't supposed to be seen on by some, and pretty pretty unique. But I actually I was went into civil engineering and ended up in crash rescue, uh, crash crash rescue and recovery. And the three and a half years I was at Edwards, we had four aircraft go down, uh, two Hueys, total of 11 lives lost. That started the wanting to help. We, uh, a, a simple fall, I cracked my kneecap into three pieces. The military fixed the kneecap, but they left bone fragments in the cartilage. Yeah. How um, do you feel when those shook free? <laughs> well, when they shook free, it really took you're me for to, a loop. You're about to find out, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, um, is that what's happening? Yeah. I get out of the Air Force and become a fireman on the outside. So 12 years of climbing ladder, crawling around on your hands and knees, putting all that gear on, a simple slip in oil, I blow my knee. And when I mean blow it, I'm talking everything in the knee was completely gone. Uh, and the only thing that was holding my leg together was the skin on the outside. I end up with a total of 12 operations, two total knee replacements. And January of 2017, I told the VA to cut my leg off. I voluntarily had it cut off February of this year and best damn decision i ever made uh, but it, the v the va fought me for two and a half years until trump signed the community care act and within yep. two weeks of the community care act being signed my leg was taken um i walked in on two legs and four hours later i'm missing my leg above the knee and i'm in half the pain i was when i was uh at my leg pills uh Everybody knows about them. I, at one point in time, I was taking 130 milligrams or 120 milligrams of methadone a day, 120 milligrams of Percocet a day, and 160 milligrams of Oxycontin a day. I did that for three years. Yeah. And, and, and you know, Steve, Steve, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to cut you off. I just want to touch on what you were saying. Yeah, yes, you did, Joe. He said otherwise something very. You would, otherwise, you wouldn't have cut him off. He said something very important that I think needs to be brought up again. Tell him what the Community Care Act did for you, because I can tell you, the best, the best treatment I got, which was close to Nick went through it before he discovered MAT, was when I got the Community Care actual physical therapy with a real physical therapist, and it right. wasn't VA. So, tell tell him about because a lot of veterans don't know they that's an option. Yeah, if, if they if you have an appointment that is more than 30 days out, you can tell them that you want to go outside of the VA and they've got to give it to you. The reason mine happened so fast is because I was literally two and a half years of fighting with the VA. I went to 12 different VA hospitals and every single one of the head orthopedic surgeons said they were too chicken shit 
to actually cut my leg off due to the hip being injured as well. And it, it, just a hard fight and fight, fight, fight. And it's like, I gave up. Um, December 26th of 16, I put a gun to my head, pulled the trigger. It went click and I opened up the revolver, looked at the bullet. It had a deep indentation in the firing cap. And it's like, well, thought it was a dud. I put it back in the gun, spun it around, pulled the hammer back and pulled the trigger at the ground and it went off. That told me the good Lord kept me here for a reason. And I didn't know what it was. I fought for 21 years with this leg. And once I got my leg cut off and I actually got a clear head for the first time out of pain, no pills, um, I realized that I've always wanted to serve. I served my country. I served my local community. And now I'm going to serve those who have served. Fishing and talking to other veterans and or public safety because I did both. It was the camaraderie was part of it, but talking to other individuals that has been there, done that, and has fought through a lot of it kept me going. Fishing was, like I said, a big part of it. And when you go out there, throw a line in the water, you forget about everything else other than what's going to happen on the end of that line. Even if it's Absolutely. for just, if, it, if it's just for an hour, but when you're talking with other veterans and discussing the things that's been bad in your life, and say you all of a sudden you hook into a big fish, that positive input while you're talking about that negative situation, over time will override all the negative stuff that's going on, and it will allow you to cope with PTSD because you'll never get rid of it, but it will allow you to cope and help you understand what triggers happen and having other guys there to be a part of it and say, Hey, I've been there. Don't you're not alone. It's we're losing too many a day right now. I mean, it went from 22 to 27 right now to COVID. And that's just, it's wrong. wrong. Um, public safety is the same way. We're losing on the average of five guys a day in public safety. So when you add those two up, that literally, I mean, it is 20 or 32, 30, yeah, 27. Yeah, I'm Air Force. I can't count. Um, You're supposed to be able to count. You should be able to count. <laughs> <laughs> 32. We've proven how you don't know how to use a gun because uh, you're yeah. Air Force, but you should be able to count. So, um, 32 a day and that it's, it's something's got to be done. And I figured why not me? Why can't I do it? And like I said, fishing helped me get through it. And I'm in the perfect spot in Florida. I mean, I'm at Lake right on Lake Okeechobee. Um, I've got the Atlantic an hour away. I've got the Gulf of Mexico two hours away. I've got the Keys two hours away. So whatever kind of fishing you want to do, I'm game. Let's go. Uh, Talk about your program, Steve. Talk about your program. It's, hey, hey, yeah, Dave, Dave, good, good, good lead in there. But real quick, you brought up a good point that people need to hear again. Is that because of the the stuff that people are doing with this COVID nonsense, uh, I, I, I stopped getting my physical therapy done. I stopped getting my behavioral health treatment done. 
Uh, we keep saying it, but people have to hear it over and over again that you are being very dangerous. And it's even making Buddy nervous because he's putting his hands in his armpits and then he smells them. That's why his phone goes up. And then he smells <laughs> them. Yeah, and, that's uh, it. Exactly. Steve, and it's disgusting, Steve. His armpits are disgusting. I got a question. So gross. Because um, I've been thinking about getting um, just both my feet cut off so I can get those kinks in feet. That way I'm taller for Tinder. Uh, is that a good idea? Right. You, like in the video. In the, if you in do the it below the knee, you're you, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just video. one joint. I'm going to fake it. I'm not going to be like a real life, like, above the knee <laughs> thing. That's, that seems difficult. I just hey. want to be taller. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, if you watch, if, if you subscribe implanted. to our YouTube channel, those of you listening to on our podcast, Buddy has how to uh, how SF guys use Tinder, and it's one of his main points is one of his main points is be taller. Okay, yeah, yeah. So whatever oh, you can God. do to be taller, it works. Yes. Uh, so yeah. getting back on getting back getting back on topic with Steve. Um, again, welcome to the Trash Talk Hour, Steve. It's what we do. Uh, you, you come at us. You come at us with the hardest story. We're gonna give. We're gonna come back with something to make fun of you about it. Um, yeah. So. Again, people are – the suicide rate in the Army alone is up 30%. 30% this year because yeah. people are sitting around and they're not getting their therapy. They're not, they're oh. not getting uh, physical or mental, and it's a, it's a huge problem. So yeah. go ahead with uh, – talk about your program that Dave asked. Talk about it, Steve. Yeah, X-22, I mean, of course, I mean, being in the ex-military, we all know what the 22 means. Um, how I came up with X-22 Adventures was the X is crossing out the 22. Uh, and I know that we will never get rid of that, but I am going to work my damnedest to get that number down any way possible. Below and the national average. Below the, the national average. Yep. The adventures, and it's the adventures. It's like, get out and let's go do um back up just a hair i mean trump just signed also i just read for non-profit veteran non-profits he signed a some kind of act to where we can apply for grants now for what they call recreational therapy anything that you're doing outside hiking camping fishing hunting whatever it is there's grants out there now that are available for non-profits that are run by veterans Thanks to Trump. Um, but back to mine is X-22 is I want to get rid of the 22 deaths. The adventures is let's go find something to do outside. Fish, like I said. And we're going to, it's getting guys on the boat, getting out on the water and just having, having a good time. You don't have to talk about anything if you don't want to, but like we all know, as soon as, Somebody asked me what happened to me. I start talking, and then all of a sudden, it's like they look at you like, "Holy shit, you went through that." Well, let me tell you about my story. And then, then the floodgates open. I have witnessed it more times than not already. Uh, I started this July third, and within the first two weeks, there was five guys that I talked to, uh, and it was just talking, and it. it now with me back in Florida, I'm able to get on the water with these guys. Everything that we're going to do with X-22, anybody that comes with us, it will be all expenses paid. The veteran will pay nothing. Um, and so it, we're going to kick things off next year 
we're, we're trying, we're getting our funding now to kick things off starting January 1st to get guys out on the water. I'm hoping to have a fishing trip here in April down in the Keys to take several guys sword fishing. Oh, yeah. I've, uh, always, I've never, anybody ever done that on this panel other than you, Steve? You did it, Nick? Yeah, I lived in Hawaii for three years, homie. Why? Oh, no. well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come but on. Steve, Steve, to touch on what you were saying, uh, that sometimes, you know. We didn't catch it, any swordfish, though. We got too drunk. Yeah, I, I went out on the water. Uh, the only thing I ever caught was barracuda. Um, hey, those are which, fun to catch. Yeah, yeah. Just watch uh, out for the teeth. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, is sometimes these guys are just looking for someone to break the ice. Yeah. You know, and, and if they like, uh, I've seen it with veterans we've dealt with where they look at they look at you because you started something or you put a step forward. Um, they look at you like you're this different echelon like you've got it all figured out and it's like yeah. oh man i'm i'm we're stronger in numbers we're trying to figure this thing out together it's a broken yeah. system and it until, is a broken system and until we can get the money that we deserve to take care of the veterans that we have so we can be a one-stop shop like they talk about right now it's every man on his own merit you know okay donate 22 minutes of your time a day to guys that you think are at risk so you know yeah. whatever difference you can make I commend you for the fact that you're working with what you got to, to make the biggest difference because when they see somebody that's been through trauma like that, break the ice and the fact that you're the one kicking this whole thing off, I yes. guarantee you, I guarantee you, you've taught guys off the ledge that you didn't even know you did just because uh, they look and, and they think, okay, you know, I'm not complaining about having a shit day. Like, look at this guy. He's still going at it. Yeah. So, I, have my, I have my moments. The last couple of weeks have been kind of rough for me. Um, partly the weather. It's why it's why we have Buddy on the show. We have Buddy on the show just so that we can all feel better about ourselves. You want to tell you a little story about a one-legged dude? The oh, I like this one-legged guy. I know you're talking about contest. Was it the shittiest thing I ever the ever that I ever felt doing PT was on Fort Benning. I was running up Cardiac Hill, and I was feeling like super shitty about myself. Like, oh God, I don't really want to do this. And then I got fucking passed by a dude with one leg. And I was like, this motherfucker. I didn't catch him. He was but his, his leg so was fast. a prosthetic, so he's, he's, a, he's cheating. He had That's where yeah. I decided I wanted those pink, pink feet. That's where I wanted the recurves. I could be in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I got some robot bionic legs, forget about it. That's what I actually, that's what I'm getting is one of those uh, microprocessor legs. Um, hey, those things worked out for Pistorius until he went big bug hunting in his own bathroom. But, you know, no, I mean, no, no, the, that was an intruder. That was an intruder, Joe. Oh, I'm just, okay. Well, <laughs> I just, that, that's the impression I got. Um, but he was fast. Yeah. Can we all agree on that? Yes. Well, Real thing. Tink, tink. But, tink, yeah, tink. It, it, so it's the aspect of getting guys just to talk i mean we all have being military being public safety we kind of all they look at us like we're superman or extra human and we're just like the rest of the guys i mean yeah we've been through some shit we've seen some stuff that most people won't see ever ever in their lifetime and to be able to talk to somebody else that has seen that kind of stuff has been around that it, it allows you to take a deep breath for a change 
and not be and not be on edge like we all know we are all the time you hit the nail on the head with that and that's what like we started our entire community our facebook page you know nick and 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 joe were like hey let's just start a group you know where we can just all talk shit and be surrounded by the brotherhood and the sisterhood you know because Small Billy, who just gets out, Private Billy gets out of the army after three years, goes back to Wisconsin. He's been to Afghanistan, you know, seen the craziest shit ever, surrounded by his brothers and sisters. Now he comes back, and even his best friends don't even understand him. You know, even if he wants to talk to him, he just doesn't feel like he's in. He's surrounded by the brothers and sisters. So, that's hey, kind of you, Nick. Nick, I got, a fr- I got a friendship. Thank you, I got a Joe, friendship for flashback. Me. Yeah, I'm Thank sorry, you. I can't, I can't, I can't help it. I got a I friendship flashback, you, Nick. Dave. They always say Wisconsin. When they're talking about somebody hypothetical, they do because nobody knows what Wisconsin is, and so yeah, they bring and that's it where up. everybody disappears to. Dave, right? if that was true anger, you better calm yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dave, that, relax, that, your that, right. relax, relax but, your relax, relax your tits. You guys get my point. So, like, conversation. No, you're right. You're 100 percent right, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the other problem. Yeah. The, the other thing that you get from this is that and I love you, Nick. We're supposed to be able to. Wisconsin. We're supposed Wisconsin's to be able to hold accountable for our own bullshit too. That's true. You know, like you know, we've seen it on our page where guys get on there and they want to bitch and whine and moan and complain about shit, but they don't want to do anything for themselves. They just want people to feel sorry for them. And when they do it to other veterans, we're just like, okay, man, like you got issues, got it. But what yeah. are you doing to make? to not like keep running the same cycle and and you know most of the civilians that i've run into they just want to put us in a safe room somewhere yeah where like there's yep. like oh you're a veteran you've been to combat do yep. you need a room do you need a room to go to so that you can like yell and shoot into the fucking ceiling like no assholes That's, need you to shut uh, up leave me alone and let well me you might job. buddy but, yeah <laughs> Even as civilians, you can't be mad at them for acting that way. That's right, right. the picture that's portrayed to them, you know? So it's yeah. like us. Change starts within, buddy, like you just said. But that's hey, look at Daniel. Brothers and sisters. Go ahead. What? Look at look at Daniel. Look at the shirts that were that, that we got the on Daniel our back G. Right now. Yeah, explain the yeah, Daniel G. Got, What's the Daniel G? Hey, Dave's got on his Dave's got on his green. I've got on my green. Uh Daniel <clears throat> Daniel Gonzalez, good friend of ours. Um, got the 22 on the back to uh, represent the uh, 22 a day. Um, Daniel works at a great uh, MMA gym. He wanted to design some shirts, and um, he said the guy was kind of stubborn about it. I said, come design one for us. And uh, he cranked this bad boy out. Uh, but Daniel is an absolute mirror image of what we were talking about, about what veterans need to be. I mean, and, and it made me think of him when Buddy talked about sticking them in a room. That's what they wanted to do with Daniel. They was, you know, okay, well, your legs aren't working. Here's some pills. Here's a wheelchair. You know, yeah. la vie. See, see how you do with that. And he refused to accept that. You know, I, I talk to him almost every day. Kid never bitches or complains about anything. He, they, he couldn't walk, and you know, from the initial injury, it was a nerve thing. Now he's running. Oh. Um, he's running up a mile, up to a mile and a half a day. Not every a day, day, but he runs every day. He runs, yeah, but he runs a mile and a half. And I've been on the phone with him, like in the Bluetooth when he's doing it, and it you can tell it's in pain. Dude never complains, never whines, never bitches, never moans. And that's what we Nick and I touched on a couple times, and so is Dave, about being worthy of the help. Yes. Okay, the help is out there, but man, if you're just you gotta want taking, it. if you're just completely taking your half off and and phoning it in, their help's not gonna fix you. No. At all. You know, their help's there. 
Nick talks about that MAT. I guarantee part of MAT sucks. I guarantee it doesn't feel good. But it's like, man, if you're willing to put the work in, the help is there. And I, yes. Steve, I think you can absolutely testify to that. Oh, yeah. It, 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 I was, I've been down both roads. Um, I was the woe is me, why me type of person for a while. And then it's like, you know what? This shit ain't, this shit ain't working. Let me work on myself. And once I started doing that and that actually started helping me clear my head. And, of course, being in pain, and I'm talking excruciating pain, 24 7 it that really fucks with your head and it, it, it plain and simple like I said, i've dealt with it for 21 years um before i was able to actually think straight for february 10th of this year was i was able to think straight for the first time in 21 years and, you're also in that opiate haze too while you're dealing with that yeah yeah well i i had been off the pills um since uh june of 17. I had to think there for a minute. Um, I worked myself off of myself. I the VA wow. didn't help. Uh, it was me because Who I was tired of that. Not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, there, Steve, but you know what is the what is the motivation for the VA to get you off of pills? If they keep you on pills, they keep you shut up and in your house, and you're not going to the VA. You're I agree with die. you. You're, and, and you're going to die sooner, and they save money. But, but hey, that's, that's where that Community Care Act comes in. That's why it's yep. so huge, because community care is not VA care, and it actually leans more towards the treatment side than Medicaid. And yeah. when, Trump yeah. said, when Trump approved that, he that was changed the, best the thing lives of a lot of veterans who are struggling to find it, because some, some places in America don't have those specialized, those VA clinics, to where they yeah. can deal with it. And it's like, you're just, hey, you're just effed, you know? You are. And once he signed that, the community care, when, once that became a part of it, if people are 30 days out, you can pick who, you can pick your provider. Yep. And, and, know, that's, and you that, get to keep that buddy, buddy bringing up the conspiracy theory. Yeah, I was going to hit on that too. Is, know, it, is it, is, is it, and Dave, you're part of this too. So <laughs> I got buddy, a question for Steve. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Go ahead. Steve, Ask the question. Buddy's bringing up the conspiracy theories. With well, the his head. conspiracy theory is wrong, right? A little bit, but I could get into I could get into why it's a little bit wrong and a right. little bit right. But bring up I'm, this I'm educated. But go ahead. You're talking about working out in the desert and seeing some things that you weren't supposed to see. Well, let's talk about some of the aircraft you saw or some of the crazy shit you saw out there. <laughs> or are the men in black going to come and get you if you mention that? I've been to uh, Edwards. I've been to Edwards multiple times, Steve. So it's okay. <laughs> Let's just say that I was at the end of a flight line. Answers it all. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I got to see a few things. Um, uh, I was out there, got to watch space shuttle land a half a dozen times, or actually a little bit more than that. Um, been underneath it. I've been on when the B two bomber first officially flew um it had been flying for a year and a half and we've been watching it every night and it's like okay stars disappear you got a sound going on and yeah okay there's something out there they show the b2 and it's like cool the f22 f23 program when it came out that was pretty interesting i got out march of 92 and i want to say it was april of 92 that the f22 that supposedly was only one of one 
crashed at Edwards. They had them uh, a uh, software malfunction, and it kind of did this number and just hit the hit hit the asphalt. And the news said it was the only one available, and it was going to be 18 months before another one comes out. And I happened to look at my dad, and I said, "They lying through their damn teeth because I know they got two more sitting in the hangar right now." And he goes, "How do you know?" And I was like, "Because." These two eyes have seen it. <laughs> We're probably going to go viral, and then our shit's going to get shut down. Yeah, way, to go. way to go, Dave. Way to go. Uh, anyways, uh, Steve, I've been out to Edwards. I've, uh, I, play, uh, I play golf every time I go on vacation out at the Lake Maroc Golf Course. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a good, it's a good time. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of that golf course, I got a little quick story for you. We had a Friday afternoon off. And we went, there's about six of us, and we, every one of us grabbed a six-pack. We went and played the back nine. And I, my balls were going this direction or that direction, nothing down the middle. And we're come up to this par three. Mine goes my, straight down. My, oh, I freaking, I'm talking hammered it. Unfortunately, the general of – the Edwards Air Force Base was down there on the green when I hit it. Oh, so, yeah, you hit a par three when you're – Steve, Steve, on hold on one second. This is really important. Buddy, are you being attacked by coyotes? Yes. yes. Buddy, are you okay? Anyways, somebody – Yes. Can we get a welfare check? Dave, get a welfare check, buddy. Those are coyotes. We're good. We're good. Uh, it's not okay. coyotes. Sorry, I got scared. I got frightened. Hold on. <laughs> Red wagon. Red wagon. They're on the way, buddy. They're on the way. We'll check the uh, I don't we'll want check anybody the on the way after Steve just told those stories. I'll be looking at exactly. the I'm waiting for I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the shot. I'm waiting for the laser to come in the window. Like, yeah. Listen, yeah. the FedEx, yeah. the FedEx yeah. guy just. I'm waiting for actual UFOs and gray aliens. When are they coming? The FedEx hey, guy I'm gonna just get, came I'm gonna up to get the porch. I thought he might have been an assassin. I'm gonna get Steve to the book of Earl. Steve was in Area 52, and it's gonna be a good one. One step weirder. The book of Earl is gonna be short, and it has everything to do with what you guys are talking about. So it's perfect. Party. I don't know why every week it works out this way. Maybe I could just know because I'm in, like the smartest guy. It's perfect. Group. It's Nick. Nick Nick Stradamus. Nick Stradamus. No, Nick I sit there quiet listening, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to wait Nick for them to say something dumb enough for me yeah. to come on and be like, let me fix this real quick. All right. So again, conspiracies awesome. have to have some form of truth. Otherwise, you're just a fucking lunatic, right? So there, 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 ha there, there has to be some. Now, I'm going to talk about the media. All right? Now, some of you don't like it. Some of you love it. And that's, that's, that's okay. Fox News, CNN. Well, it doesn't matter. The, the, the problem is, is I'm going to go back to a time frame of like the Vietnam War, okay? So you have, this is the first time that war is truly broadcasted daily, all right? It's broadcasted yep. daily on TV. Now, news, pay attention people, news is a for-profit, for-profit. They have to sell. Okay. Yep. If they don't sell, if their if their stockholders aren't happy, then they're gone. What does that mean? That means that they are going to put whatever information 
they can to sell. It's that simple. Yes. Now go back to Vietnam. Vietnam, the government controlled who got into Vietnam. Obviously, right? It was a war zone. So the if you wanted your press pass in Vietnam, you had to report what the government told you to report. Okay, it wasn't a conspiracy. It was the fact that they controlled it. You wanted to make money, so you had to have your press pass. If you didn't have your press pass, nobody cared about your actual legit reporting and news. Nobody cared. All right, you had to have you had to have Vietnam access, and that's why the Tet Offensive. There was three of them, I believe. Right, the first Tet Offensive. For those of you who don't know, history lesson for you guys. This is seven sixty eight and sixty nine. Right. So the, the oh. first Ted offensive, the first, he did, he learned that in SLC. Anyways, the first, the first Ted offensive, <laughs> the first Ted offensive, the Tet is the, you know, the Vietnamese New Year's, the holiday, all that kind of stuff. And of course, America's like, okay, we won't attack you. And that's fine. No bombings, all that good stuff. The Vietnamese reason why, Ramadan. The re, yeah. The reason why the Tet offensive why that was planned by the Vietnamese. Because if you look at it military-wise, we destroyed a lot of lives that day, the American military, all right? We, we killed a lot of people. They did not win, okay? They did not win military-wise. What did they win? All right, they won the psychological aspect. They won it in America, okay? In America, you don't, people don't realize that just a month before that, General Westmoreland stood in front of Congress and said that, we have them completely defeated. Yeah. Completely defeated. Lyndon Johnson said this war is over. And then all of a sudden, every single base in Vietnam gets attacked on the same day. Well, guess what? They couldn't cover that up. No matter who, what press, what, whatever press they controlled, they could not cover that up. Okay? So – the North Vietnamese were willing to lose all of those guys. One, because they're communists. They'll kill everybody anyways. But they, they were willing to lose all of those guys because they won the political battle. Now you saw people starting to question a government, which, remember, this is in the 60s right? and then in the early 70s to where the government should know how to do everything right. And because media didn't fly the way it flies now. So I'm going to quickly transition to today, understanding the, what the media does because they have to sell things. Buddy actually brought up in one of his honesty caps about, you know, the, when somebody gets shot by a police officer, how about we hold on and we find out what happened Yeah. before, before we freak out. Okay. Now, I'm not going to bring my whiteboard out to do the bell curve because Perry doesn't like it. But now we're seeing, we're hearing all this stuff about voter fraud. And we're hearing all this stuff about an illegal election. Regardless, regardless of what you think, now you're seeing the lunatics on the far right that are panicking and freaking out when it's like, why don't we just wait to see what evidence gets brought up? Why don't we just wait 
to see what the, the Supreme Court says, because that's where this is going. Okay. And now all we can really do as a nation is pray that one of our branches of government, the Supreme Court, actually is objective and listens. Now I'm not saying not, not, not that listens, job. but but rules, but actually rules on something. Okay. Now somebody actually asked me on Facebook, they go, Are you gonna accept Joe Biden as your president? I go, if the fucking Supreme Court says so, then yes. Then yes. 100% I am. 100%. How about we give the process a chance to see what actually happened? Okay. Amen. Now well, people, people are too busy with their opinion. They don't want to, they, they haven't joined something bigger than themselves. So they, they have no idea what you're talking right. about. Right. And it becomes conspiracy. It now becomes conspiracy. So the best thing you can do, Trash Talk Nation, here comes the book of Earl, right? The best thing you can do is read a fucking book. Okay. Not George Orwell. You can read that for fun, but go get an actual history book and then get a different one by a different publisher and see what the differences are. Okay. And then you go and are you, you talking about out, making a comparison. I'm talking about education. Wow. Wow. All right. Wow. And, and education. Now, okay. What's that? And now, Bell, and now like I said, you don't, you don't need an, and this goes into where buddy talked about earlier about people being like, kind of like, you know, we got to, we're the reasons why people suck now, which he's right. But here it okay. is. There are, there are a lot of people that were told about eight or nine years ago when they were in high school that they had to have a college degree. Huh. They were told that, right? They were told that by the president of the United States. They were told that by their teachers. So now they get a college degree and they don't have a job. Programming. Programming. Wait, look, can, can we talk about, you, you want to talk about, you talked about how the media was for profit. It is for profit. So it still is. Colleges are also for profit organizations. Correct. So if they make a degree that's not going to get you a job, but you'll pay to go learn how to like paint a picture of grass, if you'll pay $60,000 to have a bachelor's degree in freaking long painting whatever yes. whatever they're but gonna get right. some money also real quick buddy to that's all the, the point out there yeah to all the journalists right. out there but you're gonna have the university the university, the university of southern california the university of southern california doesn't care if you get a job all right because no. you've already given them eighty thousand dollars they yeah, don't they got care. their they got their they okay, got their fair share just like the news doesn't care if you believe what they're saying because you're fucking watching it, okay? That's, that's all they need you to do. They just need you to watch it. Exactly. So, so, again, educate yourself. And don't do it on YouTube, all right? Don't watch the QANA on, I can't even say it, the canon, right? Like, like stop it. If like, you're arguing with me, I troll on Facebook. As soon as, stop you it. Are, as soon as you argue with me with a YouTube video, I'm like, you're done. Like, yeah. Read that's a the book. same thing as name. Man, read a Nick, book. That's, that's the same thing as name calling, isn't it correct? You lose the yes. debate. Exactly. Yes. Shaner is a good friend of ours. And if I'll get on Facebook right after the show's over, Shaner. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tag him in something and I'm gonna screenshot the seven YouTube videos that he fucking responds with. And I'm like, this is my point. Okay. Stop getting we always talk about it, triggered, right? Stop yeah. getting so emotional and triggered. Now, if the Evidence is overwhelming that there is a fraud, 
And for some reason, the six to four Supreme Court, whatever the number is, if for some reason they allow it, okay, then maybe you should maybe get upset. All right, but until then, just wait. Just I don't wait. think it's happening, though. There's been, there's been fraud for forever. You know? We talked about that last show. So yeah. it's like, I'm like, I'm like just, just calm the hell down. Get an education. Understand. Understand what's getting reported. I, I, I was a hypocrite 10 years ago, right? I'm not a hypocrite now because I decided to learn. I decided to read some hey, books. Repeat that. I was a hypocrite <laughs> about politics 10 years ago, about politics, right? Because, I, I mean, you know, you tell people to be informed, but are you really informed? All right, and I'm, I'm not talking about informed via YouTube, right. via some conspiracy. I'm like, can you actually explain the legislative process? Can you explain, like, why we didn't do something? There, there's always a monetary answer. It's always money. They don't teach that kind of stuff in school anymore. They don't. They're they not supposed. But they're not supposed to teach that in school, Steve. They're supposed to teach you to want to learn more, to ask questions. That is what Buddy was talking about earlier. Hey, exactly. Like, I was just going to say like, that. Was like his his kid is getting taught how to get an A on a test because that's where the funding comes from. If yes. that school does really well on the star test, then that that they get more money. All right, and it's just exactly. awesome. teachers get paid more. Teachers pass. All right, we're no longer Dude. challenging. We're not challenging our kids. We're not asking them questions. We're not making them Nick. do the hard thing. We're not making them be uncomfortable. Here's a good, like what the here's a good question. My daughter does. is, a, is a, uh, a above, like she gets 110s on her report card. She gets great grades. Conspiracy. hundred. She had a. You can't get 110, buddy. What is 110? The other day. What letter of the alphabet is 110? Alabama math. She said something about the, no. She legitimately gets 110. So like she gets extra credit. She's got above a 4.0. What letter of the alphabet is that? For people get 100. What letter of the alphabet is 110? You wouldn't have to worry about it anyway, Joe. You're, you're not going to get that ever. I missed it. It's a three. It's three. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, we had a fucking. Buddy, I have, a, buddy, I have the, an Alabama uh, master's degree. It's called a Michigan high school diploma. She yeah. Oh, oh, stop. A Michigan high school diploma. Is that what you're uh, issued by your socialist government? That's an yeah. Alabama master's it degree. It translates into an Alabama doctorate, actually, in some counties. <laughs> you can you run can for mayor on that shit. Surgeries with that degree. <laughs> yeah, you can run for mayor with that shit. Hey, Steve, real quick. Um, hey, Doug. Steve, real quick. Give us yeah. a plug to your uh, to X22. How do people get to it? How do they donate to it? All that kind of stuff. Um. X22, it's x-22adventures.org. Um, you can go on there. You can read my bio. You can actually see about a 40-minute video of me talking about how my life and how I got X22 started. Uh, you can also contact me via cell phone. Uh, number's there. It's 863-801-7729. Or my email is s.cone, that's C-O-N-E, at x-22adventure.org you can contact me anyway those three um donations can be via vimo i'm trying to think of all the ones i've got uh facebook vimo, does huh? one yeah um i think it means vimo yeah i'm i'm a georgia fan what do you expect and, yeah go ahead, so, Steve, keep going. I, I think 
Hey, go ahead. Yeah, we're, we're cutting you off, but we have to. Sorry, Dave. No, yeah. We have to cut him off. We have to cut him off. So Joe, you just proved Joe's point about how the Southern like PhD is a Northern high school diploma. So yes, it's Venmo. It is all right, and I really appreciate you spelling cone out for Buddy because he was confused if it meant like, do I put ice cream in front of it or is it just like cone? <laughs> I, I don't really know what to do here. So uh, keep going. Sorry, Steve. Okay. Yeah, now you can contact me if you want to go fishing. There is a uh, application on the webpage to sign in to, and I will get as soon as you fill it out and hit send. I get an email stating that there's one, there's an application. I go in, I'll read it and see what's going on. If they need something immediately, I'll excuse me. I'll get a get on the phone and talk to them and say, hey, let's if, if they're close by, let's go drown a worm somewhere, or just talk Absolutely. on the phone. Absolutely, hey, pleasure, Steve, Dave. Close tell, us out, Steve. Tell the rest of the world that you're an Air Force guy and aliens are real. I can't say a word. Oh. All right. You're, 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 that's you're, in the contract. Sorry, go ahead, <laughs> no. I, I was at Edwards. I mean, I, there, I've seen the flight line where there's tarmac. There's they, aliens there's, running all over the place. Well, you you see where planes <laughs> land and they create the black marks, and all of a sudden those black you, marks are gone one night from the same, same spot. The very next day, it's those black paint. marks it's are called right paint, back Steve. There. It's called paint. Yeah, you need a Nick. You need a clearance to talk about Steve's. Don't clearance. worry, I am going He's to next to time places. I drive through Arizona on the way to uh, uh, Kern County. I am going to pick up Dave, and we are going to go on Edwards, and you can investigate it yourself. I've got another. I've got a question have, for you. Has I have a high enough clearance to get you where you want to go? Go ahead. If you go to Edwards, I can give you some coordinates to where you can go dig up a uh, couple of Alpha hum Humvees. Oh. Yes. Get, uh, Steve, send me those privately, please. Uh, and I, I will make that happen. Make the, Ranger, make the Ranger will take me there. We'll be an yep. adventure and we'll go into the woods and yep. look for some shit. You and oh. Nick are going into the woods, Dave? There is no woods there, in there's Edwards. No woods. Yeah, there's no woods in Edwards. <laughs> sand. Continue. The sand. None at all. But we anyway, literally buried. Thanks for tuning in. Great episode. Appreciate you sharing your story, Steve. I know you, you probably changed a lot of Was lives. Was that sh sh sharon Today! Did you forget what <laughs> fucking language you were speaking? Sorry. Go ahead. Hey, close Steve, up. thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, Steve, I appreciate it, it bud, fellas. And I, we need to do it again, when I, especially when I get some video of us yeah, getting out on the water. Some, yeah, we need to put some poles on the water. Dave, yeah, I'm Dave, Dave, yeah, I Dave, bet you want your, to put your pole your... on something, Joe. <laughs> there he goes. That's all you ass. need to get Buddy's sense of humor going. <laughs> hey, Dave, <laughs> Dave, hey, let's let Dave do his job. He's the face man of ETT. Do let's freaking let his job, up. Dave. It's already over. Yeah, don't get no. Steve. I already got interrupted by everybody. This VTT. Oh, uh, uh, don't get all emotional. Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, this is going on the show. Don't get all emotional. Okay. Hey, where can I get some of that? This guy doesn't get emotional. Where can I get some of that bourbon? Hey, you go to Tenth Mountain. Mountain. First of all, Steve, you don't want just the bourbon. You want the cordial. Okay. I just want to throw that out there. And it's for the cordial and the bourbon. Right here. Get the whole test. If you're right, I'll be looking for some.